With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May 20th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, First and foremost, as always, or not as always, but the last couple of months, the coronavirus rant. I'm looking at the numbers right now. 1.5 million uh, confirmed cases. uh, 297,000 recovered. Uh, 92,250 deaths. Um, as I've said on the last couple of episodes, I don't like how they're rushing the vaccine. Um, I think you should take all the time in the world to get this right. Cause you know, there's going to be a high demand for the vaccine. So you want to make sure that it is. 100% safe. Nothing is 100%, but if you can get to 99.9, that would be great. Um COVID-19 is caused by a coronavirus called SARS-CoV-2. Older adults and people who have severe underlying medical conditions like heart or lung disease or diabetes seem to be at a higher risk for developing more serious complications from COVID-19 illness. So, COVID-19 is a form of SARS. Um, I had SARS in 2016. It's no joke. Um, I did not go to the doctor. (laughs) Which was, hindsight may be a dumb thing to do, but I did my own treatment and I beat it. Um, It was a lot of... uh, natural remedies i'm not recommending that for everybody you do whatever you think works for you um do your research like i always say on flu and respiratory viruses um this thing is scary man um you know i know this person they just they're not from what i can tell they're not sick but they eat cough drops every day and that's not good for you and i'm just like dude why are you eating cough drops every single day that i see you well i'm just trying to you know you know uh do what i can uh, i said you are you should only use cough drops when you need them not as like candy or you know like preventative if that's like a preventative measure i mean just do like a i don't know uh um, a uh, 
some vitamins or something like um like a uh i don't know um vitamin c type of deal or you know honey or um ginger echinacea you know those things help with uh flu and respiratory viruses um it's not a cure it's not 100 percent. it just helps you get through it faster um so the um You know, to me, this thing is not going away. Even with when the vaccine comes, it's still going to be here. It's not going to be a, okay, one shot, one vaccine, and it's done. It's going to be like, it's going to be like AIDS. It's, you know, it's just going to be here. And when you get it, you know what I'm saying? You're still going to be susceptible to it. It's like the flu shot. The flu shot is not a cure for the flu because there's different strands of the flu. And there's probably going to be different strands of SARS. Um, so, you know, you just have to start eating healthy, get on a vitamin regimen and, you know, take care of yourself, you know, eat vegetables. I don't really like to eat vegetables. So I just do the V8 vegetable juice, which is a combination of many different vegetables. I just started that like a couple of months ago. So I just take a swig, the little tiny cans eat drink one of those a day i'm good i did i got my vegetables in um cutting back on the junk it's hard to stop completely but just cutting back um and and just more importantly just having a positive uh mindset you know even if you do get sick the the I think uh, if you have a positive mindset, you could probably get through anything. Um, So let me know what you think about the coronavirus rant for May 20th, 2020. Moving on to my other non-Florida State topic, which is Will Smith. One of my favorite actors ever, but the last couple of movies he has put out has sucked. Aladdin, Gemini Man bad boys for life i i just i think all three of those movies sucked i'm just gonna be honest he's one he's one of my favorite he's one of my top five favorite actors and he has he has done he has had a tremendous career okay a legendary career but when was the last time he had a box office smash i mean you could say suicide squad but I don't think that did too well either. But he played he played a um he played a great dead shot. No doubt about it. Um, um and Gemini Man and After Earth kinda look very similar to me in terms of the characters. Um <laughs> uh, the the I don't know what it's called, but like the the whatever technology they use to create the the younger will smith and gemini man he looks just like the will smith from after earth after earth was that was i mean i can honestly look at his movies right now i'm looking at them i say the last hit that he had in my opinion was probably bright 
And that was a Netflix movie. I mean, that was awesome. That was an awesome movie. Um, before that, Collateral Beauty. Yeah. Um, he's done a couple of cartoon things. Um, I'm just looking. He hadn't really he hadn't really done anything to me that was that has just been box office. I mean the last box office he probably hit that he had before Bright was uh hell. I mean, it's been a minute. It has been a minute, man. Uh It's been a while that that concussion movie, eh? That wasn't good. So it's been a while. I just hope that, to me, he plays a great villain. I mean, Deadshot, man, he was he was awesome. I would love to see him like as a villain, and like in the next Black Panther movie. I think that he would, man, he would kill in that movie. Um. As a villain, I loved him as Deadshot, but you know he knows more about movies than I'll ever know. Um, um, you know it's his career, whatever. I'm just a fan, so let me know what you think about that segment, man. Um, moving on to the Florida State stuff, Renardo Green. Uh, is he the best cornerback on this roster? He has the best backpedal. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say he's the best corner, but to me, best backpedal on the team, and and he's a lightweight, but he's six foot, five eleven, six foot. If he can put on another twenty, thirty pounds and get in the weight room, hey, we, you know, he could possibly be a starter. I don't think anybody in that secondary, especially at the cornerback position, I'm gonna just say the corners. I think uh, Nazardine. And Lars would be are your safeties, but the corners, I, you know, everybody says Asante Samuels is a good player. I just don't see it. So, um, I th- I'm going to say Renardo Green has the best backpedal on the team. If he can get stronger and put on some more weight, I think he's got a bright future. Okay, because he can break on the ball. Every time I seen this guy play, he he, he has a tremendous, you know backpedal and redirect to break on the ball um so i i just think if he can get better coaching if he can if he can be in a better scheme you know the 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 sky's the limit for him man um so we'll see what happens with him but putting on more weight and getting stronger is really all he needs I could see him I could possibly see him going in the third second or third round one day if he keeps trending upward um I don't know how fast he is um that's an that's another thing I you know I want to see this year if the season is played how fast he is can he play bigger receivers um you know coming in as a true freshman 165 70 pounds and you're going up against the likes of T Higgins 
and the, the receivers from Wake Forest and, you know, other guys, you know, it's going to be a tall ass to come in and play those guys as a true freshman at 170 pounds. So I hope he can put on some more weight, get stronger, and flourish this year. Um, moving on to the next topic, Dante Lucas. Can he ascend? I think he will ascend. I think for him, being an all-time Florida State great and first-round pick is his goal and get this program headed right back in the right direction. Um, 6'3", 325 pounds, uh, um, what I like to call a rhino. He's a rhino. He moves people. He's a bulldozer. Um, needs his, his thing is pass coverage. I mean, not pass coverage, pass protection. That's that's what he needs to work on. He's not very good at pass blocking. Okay, he can pancake with the best of them, but you know, he kind of got exposed in the Miami game. Um, I forget the defensive end that was moving all up and down the defensive line, just victimizing everybody on the offensive line. But if there's one thing I can say about Dante Lewis that he needs to work on is his uh his agility and his pass protection. I think if he can if he can become average to good in that particular those particular categories, I think you know, you're looking at a first round pick. Just the fact that he's 6'3", 325 and can move people, he's going to get drafted. It's just a question of can he keep trending upward? and be a potential late first round, second round pick. That's really what it comes down to for him. Um, final segment of this episode is uh, entitled Letting Telly Lockett Go. Huge mistake. And to me it was. This man had a pipeline to Miami. And even more so, he left and he went to the Hurricanes. So now all his connections in South Florida, he gets to, you know, I, I just I didn't I just don't think that was a good move by Telly Lockett. If anything, you keep him on as an analyst. Okay, or just some kind of role where you can take advantage of that Miami pipeline connection that he had has. Um but I mean the other side to it is that Mike Norvell has a history of putting together great staffs. Um, at least that's what the media says. I, I never followed Memphis football, so I don't know. You know, I have to wait and see what happens at Florida State this year. But from all indications from various, you know, media outlets and analysts and pundits they say he put together great staff so we'll just have to see what happens man but you know when you bring in a Dante Lucas like Florida State you know let's face it we haven't really got any quality offensive linemen in a while Dante Lucas is the 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 most highly um rated offensive lineman that we've had since probably Landon Dickerson or somebody um, so, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, so we'll just see what happens. I hope that, um, uh, this staff can definitely, 
you know, get the talent that we need to get to get back on track. Um, so that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, thank you for listening. Um, be safe, be kind, be courteous. Um, do, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Um, and as always, go nose. <laughs>